2: Hello and welcome to How To Bay Area, the podcast that tells you how to get stuff done right here in the San Francisco Bay Area, Election Edition. That's right, we are in the home stretch of the 2020 presidential election cycle, and with so much up in the air, so many changes to the election process this go-round... I thought we'd get in touch with our good friends over at the California Voter Foundation to get the rundown on how last-minute voters can still make sure their ballots get counted. We are recording this on October 29th, so from here, just a few more days to go. Uh, So this is going to be a really focused interview on how to vote in the very final days of the election. Bringing the expert insights, we are going to welcome on the California Voter Foundation's president and founder, Kim Alexander, who knows the ins and outs of California's voting system like just about nobody else, and uh, she's going to make sure you at least know the basics as well. Starting off our conversation, Kim points out that, of course, no matter what county you live in, there are still a lot of ways to vote.
3: Yeah, there's absolutely plenty of time to vote, and we have a lot of people voting early this election, which is great news. As of uh, today, we have nearly 40% of the the voters in the state have cast ballots so far. Uh, Over uh, 8 million ballots have been submitted to county election offices, so uh, people are getting the message to vote early, and that's a relief. Um, People who still have ballots in hand, you know, everybody was mailed to vote by mail ballot for this election because of the pandemic and we wanted to make sure people had safe options uh, for voting. And so if you still have a vote by mail ballot and you haven't turned it in, you can definitely fill that out and cast it. You're better off dropping it off in person to a county election office or voting site or Dropbox in your county uh, rather than putting it through the mail. You know, the closer we get to Election Day, we do have a, a law in California that says any ballot that's postmarked by Election Day will get counted. but Um, We're cutting it close at this point to ensure that you're going to get that postmark. You know, I think Saturday is probably the very last day I would advise voters that they could safely put their ballots inside U.S. mailboxes to return them that way.
2: Mm. All right. So, yeah, I've actually been speaking to a couple of people that were uh, rushing in the last couple of days to get their vote by mail ballots mailed in. And uh, you're saying that that concern is warranted. Really, uh, if it's past Saturday, at that point, you're you're really going to want to try to do it in person. Uh, although, in uh, a lot of counties, you're going to have a lot of options in person. The ballot drop boxes are just about everywhere, uh, especially if uh, you're you know what the official ones look like.
3: Yeah, you definitely want to use an official drop box. We did have an issue in in a couple counties where. Um, some of the uh, representatives from the California Republican Party placed unauthorized drop boxes in various locations for, for voters to utilize, and that's been um, something the Secretary of State and the Attorney General have asked them to cease and desist from doing, and so there's a bit of a controversy over that, but the the bottom line is that, you know, you should make sure you're putting your ballot in an official drop box. There'll be a county seal on it. These are located generally uh, at county election offices, county election or county government centers, um, city halls, libraries, those those types of places, your county, every county mails voters a voter information guide, and that as well as your vote by mail ballot packet will include all the Dropbox locations in your area. Uh, if you if you still want to send it, your ballot in through the mail, you can, but I would recommend going taking it to a post office and mailing it. Uh, over the counter, asking them to hand cancel it to verify that your postmark date is going to be by election day. And the reason we're really emphasizing this is because, you know, vote by mail is a very effective and safe way to cast your ballot. But we do see a small but uh, significant percentage of ballots consistently being rejected every election. And the primary reason that they get rejected is because they're postmarked too late or they arrive too late to count. For this election, we have a very generous grace period. Uh, The legislature and governor enacted emergency legislation to provide a 17-day grace period for ballots to be received and still be counted, but only if they are postmarked by election day. So you don't want to cut it close. Uh, You really want to make sure if you are sending your ballot in through the mail that you uh, make sure that it's postmarked in time.
2: Right. And then another reason that uh, ballots sometimes get rejected is the uh, signature that is on the ballot is not matching what the registrar of voters has on file for you or some folks are forgetting to sign it at all. So this is a big issue and something that folks should uh, pay attention to. If uh, folks are worried that maybe their ballot was not counted, where can they go to check to make sure that their uh, signature had been verified and that their ballot has been accepted?
3: Well, there's good news for voters in California. We have a number of tools to ensure that if, you're, if there's an issue with your ballot, you will get notified. You will have the opportunity to send a ballot signature so your ballot can be counted instead of rejected. And so there's a couple ways that you can follow up on your ballot to make sure that it got counted. You can sign up for ballot tracking through the Secretary of State's website. That's at whereismyballot.sos.ca.gov. Uh, you can also go to your county election website and most of them have lookup tools on their sites that are for the county itself where you can check your ballot status. Um, they Not all counties have their own county lookup tool, but many of the larger ones do. And so the ballot tracking lookup tool from the Secretary of State is very helpful, but it doesn't give you quite as much of a breakdown of where your ballot is. The way that some of the county tools do so if you look on ballot tracks and and you submitted your ballot and it's not showing that it's been received you can hop over to your county election website we have links to all of those county sites on our site under our county election office directory or you can just call your county registrar voters office and ask them uh, whether where, whether your ballot has been received And the counties are required to send voters uh, mailing if their signature is missing or it's mismatched. So that work is gonna be going on throughout this election period. And in the weeks after election day, counties will be sending these notices to voters if their signatures are missing or mismatched. So you wanna keep an eye out for those as well.
2: All right, uh, another very important point for folks to keep in mind. Now, for those who do want to vote in person, Uh, There are still plenty of ways to do that, of course, as well. I suppose uh, perhaps the biggest change for some voters this election cycle will be the switch in some counties to the Voters' Choice Act system. It's a voting reform that's been going online county by county over the last couple of years. Uh, Maybe you could just give us the rundown on what voters should be prepared for.
3: Um, Well, there are 15 counties that have implemented what's called the Voters' Choice Act, and this is a new voting model that replaces neighborhood polling places with countywide vote centers. And while they are fewer in number and, and located further away from where people live than their neighborhood polling place would have been, they are open to all voters countywide and open over multiple days. And so there are a lot of voters who don't vote in every election. And even though we have 15 counties that have phased in this new voting model, there may, it may be new to a lot of voters who only vote in, in presidential general elections. So. Um, The difference is that where you're used to voting in person may not be available to you uh, this election. You're going to want to check with your county voter information guide to see where you can vote in person Um, at a vote center and at, at any voting site in the state, whether it's a vote center county or not. You can register to vote at the site itself and cast what's called a conditional ballot. Um, This is a way to make sure that nobody is left out of this election. Even if you miss the voter registration deadline, you can still register or update your registration at any voting site on Election Day. You can also get a replacement ballot. If you have your vote by mail ballot with you, you want to bring it with you to turn it in. Some people just want to vote in person and don't want to go through the process of filling out the envelope and submitting the ballot and checking to see if it gets accepted. So if you want to avoid all that, you can just vote in person it's best if you can bring your vote-by-mail ballot with you, uh, but if you don't have it or if you lost it or maybe it never arrived, in many counties, they can simply void that ballot out on the spot and issue you a regular ballot. So the the options will vary from county to county to, depending on what kind of technology they're using in their voting sites. But um, most counties that have set up uh, vote centers or in, in the case for this this particular election, because of the pandemic, counties were allowed to consolidate polling places and set up these sort of vote center light sites. So we're gonna see a number of counties that are also um, providing consolidated voting sites where you may be assigned to that site or it may be a countywide site. That's gonna vary also from county to county. We have a map on our website that details what all 58 counties are doing and what voters options are for voting in person. But the bottom line is that whatever your county is doing on election day, you will have the ability to vote in person sometime between 7 a.m. and 8 p.m. If you can go in and vote early, if you wanna vote in person, that will be far better than waiting until election day because we do expect that a lot of other people will have waited to the last minute and will be um, busy voting at voting sites. And one one uh, challenge we find, we find in counties that have vote centers is that you can't predict which sites are gonna be the most popular sites. And so you may pick a site to go vote at that a lot of other people have picked and end up having to wait. So if you do wanna vote in person, vote early. If you can't vote early and you wanna vote on election day, go early in the day if you can. Otherwise, if you go in the afternoon or the evening, you might wanna prepare to be waiting in line. You might wanna bring a snack. You might wanna bring a jacket. You might wanna bring a chair. a book uh, you might want to bring a friend with you to keep you company um, it's just hard to predict we saw in March uh, there were a number of of counties that had connectivity issues uh, reaching uh, the county voter database or the statewide database to check voters in and so there were voters waiting because of that so you know it, it it's hard to anticipate, where the log jams might be and that's why we're really encouraging as many voters as possible to vote early and to use that vote by mail ballot that they were issued. You know, if you have a vote by mail ballot, you can fill it out, sign the envelope and bring it to a voting site and turn it in there and you will not have to wait in line if you do that. There'll be people to collect your ballots at all those spots.
2: All right. Make a plan. Be prepared. Good advice for all avenues of life, but especially this election cycle in <laughs> particular. Uh, real quick, closing thoughts. I know you got to run. There's a lot of uh, election uh, work to be done between here and Tuesday. But very briefly, I'm curious for your thoughts. You know, Obviously, this has been a such a tumultuous time in uh, American history, and uh, so, so many questions thrown up in the air uh, about this election and uh, a lot of concern about uh, what is going to shake out come election day, if there's going to be any uh, tumult on the streets or any other other kinds of uh, confusion or chaos around uh, the polling and you know uh, I'll just say here in uh, the Bay Area uh, registrars have come out enough times saying that uh, they expect no problems that it's beginning to make me a little nervous you know people start say there's no problems enough times you start getting a little nervous Um, uh, so I'm just curious for your thoughts uh, how good are you feeling coming into the home stretch of this whole thing?
3: For California voters and our election officials, I think we're in good shape. I think uh, we we have benefited from our governor and legislature and secretary of state and our county election officials acting early in the pandemic to make a plan for our election. And they've been carrying it out um, very effectively. I mean, they're all suffering with the pandemic too. And so I think it's really important. Um, election workers are you know, taking a risk themselves to be exposed potentially To voters during this uh, coronavirus pandemic. And so, you know, if you do encounter election staff and election workers, be kind to them, say thank you. Um, They have worked super hard. I think that for California, I'm not as worried about any election day problems here as I am in some of the swing states where the outcome of the presidential election will really hinge on voter turnout in in a handful of states and in a handful of counties in a handful of states if you really want to get down to it. So um, you know, that's that's where I'm paying attention. I, I, I know there's been some effort to recruit poll monitors here in California. We may see some people trying to monitor polling places in ways that that could be aggressive. And I know the election staff have been briefed by election officials about how to handle those situations. Um so you know, there's a hotline, 800 345 Vote. That's the Secretary of State's hotline. And there's also another hotline operated by voter advocacy groups called 866 Our Vote. And that's who we recommend people contact if they do see problems or have concerns about uh, any questionable activities taking place on Election Day.
2: All right. Well, just a treasure trove of voting advice and wisdom, as always. Uh, I definitely feel a little bit better after hearing some of that information. I hope our listeners do as well. Uh, We have been speaking once again to Kim Alexander. She is the president and founder of the California Voter Foundation. As she mentioned, you can head on over to their website to get a lot of this information right there at your fingertips. Useful as well. Kim Alexander, thank you so much. Appreciate your time.
3: Thank you. And just to remind folks, our website is at www.calvoter.org.
2: All right. Well, there you go Uh, take that to the bank and cash it everybody we are going to keep this one short and sweet so rounding it out there this has been another edition of how to bay area if you're new to the podcast we've got lots of programs in the back catalog examining other aspects of bay area life from finding wildfires to finding love Uh, give it a listen if you're so inclined signing off for now though for kcbs i'm keith Mancone. see you at the polls i mean unless you use a Dropbox. in which case good job